This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, May 23rd, 2010. Omni, the Energizer God. The Energizer just keeps going and going and going, right? Yeah. That's what we're going to look at this morning, but it's not an Energizer bunny. We're looking at the Energizer God. So, good morning again, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace and mercy of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, we do thank you for today. It's a day that you created. Lord, open up our hearts so that we may continue to receive you We've worshipped and praised your name and now open our hearts so that we might hear your word. We thank you and we praise you today and all days. And all of Connection Church said, Amen. Amen. And so welcome to week two of our Omni, O-M-N-I, Omni series. Omni, no, we're not going to be talking about that Dodge car that was produced from 1978 to 1990. Omni. We're not talking about the, the hotel that's kind of ritzy and it's found in some major cities around the world. We're not going to talk about an airline that's based in Tulsa that charters flights to tropical places. Omni. We are talking about the characteristics of God. The characteristics of God. Now, last week we talked about the fact that God is omni Present, omnipresent, like a preposition, God is in and on and over and under and around and about. God is here, God is there, God is everywhere. Now next week we're looking at how God is omniscient, the know-it-all God. And so today we're looking at how God is omnipresent, the energizer God. Yeah, um omnipotent, omnipotent, omnipotent. As we shared last week, omni means all, and potent means powerful. So omnipotent, omnipotent would be all-powerful. Now the question is, what does that really mean, though, to be all-powerful? How does that translate into our day-to-day lives? Have you ever seen the world's strongest man or woman on TV? You know, those, those are those things where... They don't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but, you know, some people get into that. I mean, these guys and gals are really, really powerful. They're, they're like beasts. They're capable of lifting or pulling immense amounts of, of weights. And you know what? Maybe, one, maybe somebody here saw it on the, in the mirror. What? Maybe they looked in the mirror. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that the first. Anybody here seen them in the mirror? Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. So, anyway. (laughs) And yet, these people, as strong as they are, they are not all-powerful. They are not omnipotent. No matter how strong they are, there comes a point where they can't, you can't lift one more thing or pull one more amount of weight because eventually you've hit your max. And once that's reached, that's it. That's all she wrote. Nothing's left. Your power, their power, as much as you would like, is limited. 
It has boundaries. And that makes sense, doesn't it? Because they're human. And as human, we have boundaries. Okay, how about those that are superhuman, though? Like those comic strip and, and, and movie uh, superheroes like, um, like Superman. Like Superman. All right? He's faster than a... More powerful than a... Can leap... In a single bound. Wow. It's a... It's a... It's... And you guys are good. Incredibly powerful with that strength, right? With that x-ray vision. And with that breath that can uproot trees down the street. Not his breath, but the powerful force that, you know, his... He can blow wind strong enough to uproot trees down the street. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so as powerful as Superman is, he isn't all powerful because Superman has his weaknesses. Superman has vulnerabilities. What is Superman's major weakness? Okay. Lois Lane, that's funny. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't get that one earlier. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But we're going to focus on kryptonite. (laughs) We'll let him focus on Lois. Yeah. Yeah. Kryptonite um, created... I have to tell a story on myself. I actually thought kryptonite was a person, and so I was calling him a he at the last serve. Kryptonite. Kryptonite. I'm not a Superman fan, but anyway, <laughs> I am told that kryptonite has detrimental effects on Superman. It's the only thing that can kill him. Amen to that. Now, the interesting thing about superheroes, I think, is that no matter how powerful they are, they all have at least one weakness, one vulnerability, one soft spot. They all have their Achilles heel. And that's an interesting term in and of itself because it comes from uh, a Greek uh, mythical uh, character, the warrior Achilles, who had one weak spot. It was his heel because he, went, uh, as a baby, was dipped into this, mag- this magical river that put protection over his whole body except the spot where he was being held. And he was held by his heel. And so for the rest of his time, that's where he was killed and he, because he took an arrow in the back of the heel there because that was his spot of vulnerability. And we use that Achilles heel to be a a symbol or a a metaphor for our weak spot, our soft spot, our vulnerable point. And for most of us, it's not just one, is it? Many of us have many uh, vulnerable points. Okay, so I don't know a whole lot about uh, Superman, but I do know a lot about this next thing. How about the Energizer Bunny? Yeah? The Energizer Bunny, he just keeps... Going and and going. Yeah, Energizer would like us to believe that the Energizer bunny never, ever stops. Now, I know because we have all these kids' toys and we have this swing now that takes, like, a bunch of batteries, and when that swing stops, man, we've got to replace I don't know how many batteries in that thing. They do end up running out. (laughs) They are not omnipotent. I wish they were. Sooner or later, they lose their power. Sooner or later, they need to be replaced. And that's kind of like you and me, true? Not that we need to be replaced, but (laughs) powerful as we are, 
or like to think we are. As much energy as we have is, you know, I know many of you like to just keep going and going and going and going. Sooner or later, we run down, don't we? Sooner or later, we, we need to kind of get our batteries recharged because we're human. And as humans, we do have those limitations. We do have those, those limits. You know, the thing is, if the strongest men in the world sooner or later meet their match in strength, wouldn't that be true for, like, regular people too? Come on. Or like superheroes, if a superhero all have their weakness, of course we would as well. And like the Energizer Bunny, even though we try hard to avoid it, eventually we can't keep going, can we? Yeah. The truth is that we are not all-powerful. We are not omnipotent, but we have been created by the one who is. And that is good news. We have been created by a God who does keep on going and going and going. A God who is all-powerful, who is omnipotent. God is truly the energizer because... God does keep going and going and going and never, ever gives up. Going in the past, going now, from here to eternity. God's power never fades and God's power never fails. I want you to remember that. God's power never fades and God's power never fails. Never has any batteries that need to be replaced. Mm. I love the way that this... uh This aspect of God is um, described by the prophet Isaiah. We find it in Isaiah 40, toward the the end of that chapter, and also a little bit in uh, chapter 41, verse 10 there. Here's what we read. Do not, do you not know, (coughs) excuse me, do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who open the Lord will renew their strength. Say it with me. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So do do not not fear, for I am am with you. you. Do Do not not be dismayed, for for I am am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow, that is such a powerful message. If you have your Bibles with you, mark it. If you have, you know, when you get home, get your Bible open, mark Isaiah 40. This is a scripture that can really carry us. Because it's an incredible demonstration that he is strong and in our weakness. And even though we could grow faint and tired, God never does. We often use this scripture during funerals because we're reminded during that very difficult time that we are mortal. That we do not go on forever in this life, but amen, we do in the next And we're reminded that it is God who, with his strength, will give us the strength to carry on. 
And you know, it's not just at funerals that we need to be reminded that God is omnipotent, that God is all-powerful. It's every day of our lives, because every day of our lives, we face things that remind us that we are limited, that we are vulnerable, that we do have our Achilles heels, that sooner or later, our strength reaches its limit, runs out, needs to be replenished. Each and every day, the evil one is waiting, is hoping, is expecting us to reach our human limits, and when that happens, he loves to take the opportunity to move in. We've talked in the past about this um, um, uh, word H-A-L-T, halt, and what that, it's, it's uh, the letter symbolizer, hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. Those are the times when we are most vulnerable, and we have to be on like an all-points uh, lookout. Hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. And it's at those points we're vulnerable, and those points that the evil one loves to move in. But it's important to remember that even though we reach our limits, and we do, God never reaches his limits because God is limitless. God has no limits. God is all-powerful. God is almighty. And God uses God's power to just dump and dump and dump God's blessings and God's grace and God's mercy upon you so that you can face the day and tomorrow. There's another scripture found in Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet. He was the, the mouthpiece of the Lord. Isaiah 43. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he formed you, O Israel, O Connection Church. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Say the rest with me. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. You know, the funny thing is, we often realize just how strong, just how powerful God is when we are at our weakest, when we are used up, when we have nowhere else to turn. It's, it's often at that point where we have a choice, and the choice is basically this. We either give up or we look up. <laughs> we either give up or we look up. When I say look up, I mean we look up to God. We look up and we turn to God, and we, uh, and, we, and we say to God, we realize that God is all-powerful, that God is omnipotent. It's when we quit trying to do it all ourselves, when, when we stop thinking that we have the power. It's when we're able to turn things over to God that we realize just how powerful God is. This is how powerful God is. Power en- powerful enough to heal powerful enough to deliver us from evil, powerful enough to feed thousands with just a couple of fish and a few loaves of bread, powerful enough to bring back to life that which we thought was dead. Maybe it was a relationship. (laughs) Maybe it was our own self-esteem. We know for a fact at one point it was his very son, Jesus the Christ. 
Here's the incredible thing, too, about God, one of many. God has the power to forgive. To forgive, to forgive you, to forgive me for all of the things we do that we shouldn't and for all the things that we don't do that we should. And God also has the power to help us forgive as well. The power to help us let go, forgive ourselves, but let go of the hurts and the hang-ups and the mess-ups. The power that helps us release ourselves into the arms of the one who created us and release others. The power to release us from the chains of unforgiveness, whether it's not being able to forgive yourself or others. The power to be free in the Lord. Our God is an omnipotent God. Our God is the energizer God. Our God gives power to overcome, to overcome whatever is overcoming you. Our God, our omnipotent energizer God, has the power to overcome whatever is overcoming you. That's a powerful God, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Powerful enough to, to bring that kind of forgiveness about in somebody's life. You know, today the, uh, the church at large, the church, if you look on a church calendar, a church year, today we would say Pentecost on there. Now, Pentecost is an old, uh, actually uh, uh, from the, uh, the, the Jews had Pentecost as a celebration. It was 50 days after, uh, 50 days after the uh, Passover, a week of weeks, seven times seven plus the day after. But... Uh, you know, the, Jesus and the followers, they, they, were, they were Jews, so they, they celebrated the Pentecost. And actually, Pentecost was being celebrated in, um, in Jerusalem at the time. Jesus has uh, ascended to be in heaven with God the Father. And the disciples then are all in one place during this Pentecost celebration. Tons of people in town from all over speaking all different languages, crazy kind of time, but they're all gathered in one place, and, and God's Holy Spirit makes a visit, and wow, what a powerful visit God's Holy Spirit makes. We, we read in Scripture where, where it, 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 there was a sound like the blowing of a violent wind that filled the whole house. <clears throat> you know, if it was uh, in the Midwest, we, they probably would have thought it was a tornado coming through, or if it was down in the South, they probably would have thought it was a hurricane coming through. I don't know what, in that area, what they call it, but it was a a powerful wind, the sound of a powerful wind. And then, and then what seemed like tongues of fire came and rested on each of them. That's, a, that's what the Scripture said, what seemed like tongues of fire. Wow. And then, here's the really incredible thing. All these different people in town, all different languages, these disciples were given the ability to speak in languages other than their own, the ability to share the gospel with people they normally wouldn't have been able to even talk to because they didn't understand each other. On Pentecost, 
later that day. Peter, the one who had denied Jesus three times when Jesus was arrested and then crucified. This same guy who, who turned his back on Jesus in his hour of need, he stands up and publicly shares the good news of Jesus with anyone who will hear. And this is in that same area, Jerusalem. This man who had fearfully turned his back on Jesus just a few weeks before was now fearlessly proclaiming the risen Christ. Wow. And he was able to do this not because he, Peter, was all-powerful. He's able to do it because God is all-powerful. And God is working through Peter and filling Peter with God's Holy Spirit, God's powerful, (coughs) omnipotent, energizing (coughs) Holy Spirit. God's omnipotent power for Peter and the other disciples allows them to be the people that God intended them to be and allows them to step out in faith, not just on Pentecost, but the rest of the days of their lives. And that's as true today as it was when it happened 2,000 years ago. That's as true today. You know, we have our weaknesses We have our limits. We are vulnerable. We grow weary. We grow faint-hearted. But God is all-powerful. God is omnipotent. God is the ultimate energizer, energizing you, energizing me to keep on keeping on. And we don't do that under our own strength, but we do that under his strength and in his strength. Just like Lois who lost her son. Is there anything more painful than losing a child? And she was able to forgive and realize new life in Christ. That is possible for you and for me in whatever area of your life you're hurting, whatever weakness you're, you know, you're in the midst of dealing with, and we've all got them. But remember that our God is an awesome God, and God gives us the strength to overcome those things that are overcoming us. The strength to overcome those things that are overcoming us. You say, well, how does that work? First of all, we've got to say, okay, God, I'm weak. You are strong. We confess that we aren't perfect and he is. And then we say, I want you to be the leader of my life, Lord. Guide me. Forgive me. And then in faith, accept the love and grace that God has for your life and begin to walk it out with God before you, God behind you, God beside you, God all around you. And remember that our God is an awesome God Our God is omnipresent, omniscient, which we'll talk about next week. And today, our God is what? Omnipotent. Absolutely. That's the truth of the gospel. Let's live it. Let's believe it. Let's pray. God, we, you know, in our our humanity, we just don't, understand how big and how wide and how deep and how broad and how everything you are. But in faith, we say, okay, Lord, 
you're it. You are the creator. Thank you for coming into my life. Or Lord, I don't know you. I want you to come into my life. I can't do this on my own. Thank you for your mercy and for your grace that you are the everlasting God who never grows faint, who never grows weary, who is awake while we sleep, who always has an eye on us, who always pulls for us. We thank you and we praise you this day and all days. And all of Connection Church said, Amen. Thank you for taking part in sharing the message for this week. For more information about Connection Community Church, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also reach our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers.